السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam o allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala that we continue what our tafsir and commentary of the noble quran our starting point is Surah Furqan, chapter number 25, and our starting point is verse number 41. In yesterday's lesson, Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla informed us that the non-Muslims are those people that they will be brought on their faces and walking towards Jahannam. Ulaika sharrum makana that they are the ones they in the worst worst place sabila, and they are gone far far away from the right path almighty allah jalla mentions of the previous anbiya and messengers wasalam, this is not just for information and entertainment nay laqad kana fi qasasihim albab indeed in these stories there are big big lessons to be learned but who will take lesson? Li'ulil albab. Only those people will take lesson who have the intelligence. So Almighty Allah states, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابِ Indeed, we gave Musa salam the kitab, the Torah. This is after the Pharaoh and his cronies were drowned. وَجَعَلْنَا مَعَوْ أَخَوْ هَارُونَ وَزِيرًا And we made Nabi Harun salam his minister. He was a Nabi and a minister, and that was a dua Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam made. Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam's honorable name is mentioned 136 times in the Noble Quran. So it shows that how Almighty Allah Jalla Wala elevated him against the so-called power, superpower, that is the Pharaoh, like how we have today countries and regimes. They claim they are superpower, but one rain, one flood, one hurricane, one earthquake, they can do absolutely nothing about it. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala commanded both these brothers, فَقُلْنَ ذَهَبَا إِلَى الْقَوْمِ الَّذِينَ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا Both of you must go to those people. <laughs> to those people, كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا who rejected our signs. Remember, yeah, you can't translate it as verses if you including the Pharaoh. 
because the verses were revealed after the drowning of the Pharaoh. But if you say it just refers to the people, then that is fine, because they saw and they heard the verses which Nabi Musa salam, recited to them from the Torah, and they said, Sami'ina wa asina. We heard and we reject and we disobedient. So Almighty Allah punished them. And you can see today the arrogance and the pride of the Jewish apartheid regime as well. Remember the whole world can see how they're stealing and occupying the land. فَدَمَّرْنَاهُمْ Almighty Allah states, Then we crushed them, we annihilated them, we demolished them. وَقَوْمَ نُوحٍ And the people of Nuh alayhi salam. Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu salam, I told you yesterday, Nuh means to cry and console the people. So they were the people, Nabi, Lut, Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu salam, stayed with them for 950 years, Quran Karim states. They rejected the messengers. When you reject one Nabi, one Rasul, one Ambi Nabi, then it is akin and tantamount to you rejecting all the prophets. We drowned them. We made them a symbol, a sign, a lesson for humanity and posterity. We already prepared for these non-Muslims, these oppressors, transgressors, a painful, terrible, horrible punishment. You might say, but in this world they're enjoying themselves. Yes, the dunya is their jannat and their paradise. In the year after, there's nothing but punishment, chastisement awaits them. All met Allah send Nabi Hud alayhi salatu salam to the people of Ad. And remember, then the winds came for one week, decimated, destroyed them. Wa Thamud and the people of Thamud. Wa ilah Thamuda khawhum saliha. They were the people demanding a she camel from that particular mountain. All Allah gave them that. And then, فَكَذَّبُوهُ فَأَقَرُوهَا Then they belied and rejected the Nabi, Nabi Salam. They hamstrung and they murdered the she-camel. Look at the words. فَدَمْدَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ Almighty Allah annihilated, decimated them because of their vices and sins for sawaha. Almighty Allah leveled them with the land and sand. Whilst they were so powerful, strong people, they would uproot one, one, three with one hand and they would challenge people and say, Man ashaddu minna quwa. Who is more powerful and stronger than us? Wa ashab rasi and the people of the wells, remember, they would kill the messengers and throw them in the well. Oh, they are one of the offshoots and the tribes of Ad themselves. And the generations in between them, all the many, many generations, oh, all Almighty Allah decimated, destroyed, all those who rejected the message and the messengers of the past. And Almighty Allah saved those who believed in the Nabi and the messenger of the time. When you study these lessons, you find Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu salam 
Remember his son died non-Muslim. His wife died non-Muslim. You study Nabi Ibrahim salam. His father died non-Muslim. So all these are big, big lessons. This hidayat and guidance comes only, solely, exclusively from Almighty Allah. Inna galata diman ahbabta. You, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you cannot give guidance to whomsoever you love. So Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uncle Abu Talib, they all of them died than Muslims. Abu Lahab, Abu Jahal, all of them died. Remember, they saw Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They knew what the Quran Sharif is. They knew what the Arabic language is. But yet, they were not prepared to accept. Hence, they gone to Jahannam and the hellfire forever. For all these groups, we gave the example and the parable. And we told you that they rejected the message and messenger. And we totally decimated them. We totally crushed them. Then you find there in the land of occupied Palestine, and indeed these are the people they come across and they pass the town, the city of Saddam. Sadum, Sodom, Sodomy, where the people were the gay brigade. Umtirat al-Qaryatillati, Umtirat Mataraso, where it rained, the terrible raining, not of water, but of stones. Farsalna alayhim hijarata. Almighty Allah states, we send upon them the stones, Musawwamatan. The names of the people were written there as well. Afalam yakunu yarawnaha. What are they not seeing it? Bal nay, they are seeing it. Bal kanu la yarjuna nushura. But they are hoping and expecting that these people must not be risen and resurrected. Because then the whole world will come to know the crime they committed of homosexuality, Allah forbid. Today's lesson is to do what Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Almighty Allah describes what used to happen especially in Makkah Mukarramah prior to the migration to Medina Munawwara and there there were the mushrikeen, the polytheists who had 360 idols right there by the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafa. Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse number 41. All Allah Jalla Wala states, وَإِذَا رَأَوْكَ And when they see you, when they, the non-Muslims, see thee, see you, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, يَتَّخِذُونَكَ إِلَّا هُزُوًا Then they consider you, make you, take you, nothing, إِلَّا هُزُوًا but they mock at you, they scoff at you, they make and try and ridicule you. Any person who opposes Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a messenger, or the message of the messenger, Almighty Allah jalla wala mentions the following. We should remember at least one or two verses. Inna shani'aka huwal abtar. Verily, the one who hates you, shaniaka mubghidaka, the people, the nations who hate you, Ya Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah forbid, who will abatar, they will be crushed, they will be annihilated, they will be cut off. So first wa'id already, first warning already, 
Almighty Allah Jalla Wala giving to those who mock and scoff at Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Second one, Inna kafeyna kal mustahazeen. We will suffice for you, Ya Rasulullah, O Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, against those al mustahazeen who are mocking you, ridiculing you. So we will take care of them. Third one, these non-Muslims, if they had the opportunity and occasion, they were even prepared, Allah forbid, to assassinate and kill Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah forbid. Almighty Allah states, Wallahu ya'asimuka minan nas. Almighty Allah protects you from the people, meaning they will never able to assassinate you, Allah forbid. So see how Almighty Allah is consoling, pacifying Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ In the ending of Surah Yasin, do not let their speech and their unsavory comments go and cause grief to you, sadness to you. We know very well what they are concealing and what they are pronouncing and announcing. So all this to pacify and console Nabi Salam. Now let us extend this a bit. Obviously we are ordinary people, ordinary mortals. But there is a tussle, there is a conflict today going on between a haq and batil. So Muslim and non-Muslim, Muslim and Munafikin and hypocrites, they might have Muslim names, but in reality they're Munafikin. So what is the battle going on? Remember in front of you, they will become your best friends and they will call you by big, big titles. But behind your back, they are scheming, plotting and planning. And this is what they were doing to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, against Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba, the beloved companions of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So all Mithya Allah informs Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَإِذَا رَأَوْكَ And when they see you, O Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, these mushrikeen, these polytheists, these kafirin, those who are guilty of blasphemy, e, this in here is nafiyah for negation. Then they don't consider you, make you, take you, illa except huzuwa as someone they must scoff at, mock at, ridicule and belittle. Then what was the words they used to say? Ahad al-ladhi ba'athallahu rasoolah. The erday's istifham, interrogative, question. What? Ahad al-ladhi ba'athallahu rasoolah. Is this the one Almighty Allah sent as a messenger? They would point, they would make signs, they would wink eyes at one another, trying to make a mockery of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sarcastically. So they felt that Nabi alayhi salatu salam came from a poor household. They felt Nabi alayhi salatu salam was a yatim. They felt that Nabi alayhi salatu salam was not from that affluent so society and so forth. So all these were their figments of the imagination. All Mithya Allah Jalla Wala made Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam the best of the best. Regarding his nasab, his lineage, no one from the fathers, grandfathers, grandmothers ever committed fornication, adultery. They all were pure and chaste people. 
regarding their akhlaq and character they were noble people and mustafa sallallahu himself was is will always be the best of the best the most beloved and precious to all Allah in the entire universe and creation and your character ya rasul allah sallallahu sallam is so exalted and sublime Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is rahmatan lil alameen. The only and exclusively rahmatan lil alameen, mercy to every creation of all, mighty Allah jalla wala. Inni rasulullahi ilaykum jamia. I am the messenger to all of you, the final messenger, the global messenger, international messenger for all times and all climes and all places. The last and the seal of the Prophet. So many verses one can quote and cite. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states that how they would make all their unsavory comments, they would make all their sarcastic remarks. In you need to understand some Arabic. You see the word Kada. Kada, we say, fel muqaraba, meaning that on the verge. So they say, in Kada, he was on the verge. Indeed, he was on the verge. La aliyatina to lead us astray from our idols, from our gods, semi-gods, demigods. Meaning, Nabi sallallahu alaihi is calling them towards Tawheed, towards the oneness of Allah. But they are the people, they are bent on worshipping their idols. So now they feel that what they're doing is very good. Allah forbid. So now they say, In Kada, indeed he, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was on the verge. La yudilluna, to lead us astray, Allah forbid. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never leads astray, always leads to the truth. Ana from our gods and idols. Lola Sabarna if we had not been patient, enduring, persevering on them, on these idols. If we did not have that sabar and continued worshipping, then Nabi Sallallahu would have taken us away from these idols. But we will continue Allah forbid, Allah forbid, worshipping these idols because we don't believe in Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Allah forbid. So this was how this arrogant, this haughty, pompous people, that they were proud of their kufr, proud of their shirk. Like today, people are proud of their vices and sins. They put it on the TV. They place it on their phones. And they let it go viral. We committed this vice. We committed that sin. Such people, even if they are Muslim, remember they are Fasik Fajir. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif. Kullu ummati mu'afan ma entire ummah is forgiven illa al-mujahirun. Except those people who commit their sins openly and they are proud about it. So once they are doing it openly, they're proud, arrogant about it. Nobody can tell them anything. They feel so they will continue with it. Allah will not forgive them because that is an element of nifaq and hypocrisy. So therefore we need to be very careful more so now during the month of Ramadan. Ramadan means tahriku dhunub, to burn the sins, incinerate the sins, 
So each one of us should be thinking, are we burning the sins or are we justifying our vices? Are we proud of our sins? Allah forbid. This is what they were doing. One is their kufr and shirk. One is being proud about it. Lawla an sabarna alayha. Almighty Allah Jalla highlighted and mentioned all their crimes. Now what does Almighty Allah say? وَصَوْفَ يَعْلَمُونَ And soon they will come to know. When the word seen comes, سَيَقُولُ sufaha. In the beginning of the second Jews, the second part of the Noble Quran, seen is there. It means the near future. And when so far comes before the verb in the future tense, then it means the distant future. So in the distant future, that is the day of Qiyamah and everything, Soon they will come to know When they see the punishment The punishment will start already at the time of Sakarat When the angels, the entourage will come The Quran Karim states for the non-Muslims The Malaika come and they whip them, lash them, hit them on their faces, on their backs and everything. And taste the punishment of the fire, the blazing fire. So all that they will see, and worse than that in Jahannam, the hellfire. Who has gone far, far away from the right path. Obviously, they are the ones gone far away, but they will make propaganda that the Muslims are on the false and they, the Mushrikeen, are on the truth. This was the figment of the imagination, like today the mass media. They want to portray Islam and distort the message of Islam and show negative things on their TV, in their print media and their radios. And therefore, remember the people, one must hate Islam, that is their agenda. The more they try, you find that more and more people embrace Islam. They are conscientizing the people and they are bringing more and more info. People now start reading about Islam. People start contacting the ulama haq the true ulama. People start realizing that this is a lot of propaganda and lies. People are paid to make these statements or carry out those jobs like, you understand, bombing and so forth. Araita, have you seen, O Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what have you seen again, the Hamza for istifham, for interrogative, so it means the address is to Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but the greater message is for me and you. What have you seen, O human being, manittakhada ilahahu hawa, the person who has made his desires, the his God. So his God is his desires. Now here we need to understand the robot principle, the traffic light principle. When you look at the traffic light, you will see green, you will see orange, you will see red. The green, remember, is revelation. Go, 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 practice on it. So whatever the do's are, you carry it out. Whatever the don'ts are, you must abstain and refrain. So green, revelation, wahi. Orange, our aql, our intelligence, our so-called intellectual capacity. Why is it so-called? Because some people today don't have their aql also. 
So the intelligence and intellect a person possesses. And then the red, our desires, our worms, our fancies. People desire to commit zina, fornication, adultery, drugs, alcohol, riba, all these vices. Remember that is red. No, no, absolutely no. That is what Ramadan is teaching us. To suppress our desires, to learn self-discipline, to learn self-restraint, where we become a better human being, we become a better person, spiritually, physically, mentally, in all perspectives. And that is what Ramadan Mubarak is training us. Our cars, our vehicles, they have to go for a major service, bumper to bumper. So in Ramadan Mubarak, we undergo a major overhaul and service from head to toe. So we have to behave and our eyes must be like that of a true Muslim. Our ears, our tongue, our thoughts, everything from head to toe. So that is the red robot. No, no for desires. When there is a conflict between reason and desires, then you give the reason. You give the intelligence preference. The desires will say, bring the sugar, bring the jam, bring those things that are harmful for you. So that is where the intelligence and the intellect of the person should intervene. No, you are going to enjoy it for a little while, but there will be so much pain, so many terrible consequences. Maybe your toes or your fingers or other parts of your body might be amputated if your diabetes gets worse and so forth. But when there is conflict between orange and green, that is between reason and revelation, then always we have to give revelation preference. Amirul Mu'mineen said, Umar radiallahu ta'ala who comes to Hajar Aswad and addresses it, Innaka hajar la tadur wa la tanfa. You are but a stone, you cannot cause me harm, you cannot cause me benefit. So if I had to use aqal, intellect, intelligence, I should not kiss you. But, Law la ra'aytu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qabbalaka if I had not seen Nabi alayhi salam kissing you, I would not kiss you. So the reason, intelligence, don't kiss. Revelation, kiss. That is what Nabi sallallahu alayhi taught us. And then he kissed the Hajar Aswad. So always if you use this principle, then you will go far. So, Have you seen those people who took their desires to be their gods? Today the Salafis, they are Muslim but they also behave like this. That they keep on jumping, jumping, and then they end up following their base desires. Are you, what are you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a guard and a watch person over them? Nay, you don't have to guard them. You convey the message, and then they must be responsible enough. Am or what do you think and consider? That majority of them are listening, listening to the revelation. Oh, yaqilun, or are they using the intelligence? That's exactly what I told you. Tomorrow, on the day of justice, this is what they will say. If we heard the revelation, the Quran, and the Sunnah. 
we accepted it. Onaqilu, or we use our true intelligence. Ma kunna fi ashabi sa'ir. We should not be the inmates of the blazing fire. So there's a place for revelation. There's a place for intellect and intelligence. There's a place for desires as well. In whom illa kal anam, they are nothing but they are kal anam like animals. The animals practice on their desires, their worms and fancies, eating anything, everything, sleeping and mingling with anybody. Today's secular societies, satanic societies, they promote the same things. Remember that they want to breed and advocate a godless society. People must sleep with who they want to. People must destroy the family structures. And there must be so many millions of bees and illegitimate children running around. So that is what secularism wants, absolute chaos, where human being detaches themselves from all Allah sabila, But they are the people who are totally astray, far, far away from the right path. May all Allah keep us steadfast on the right path. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil.